consciousness is our relationship to the understanding of what is. It's our own subjective understanding to that which is beyond our own individual selves. And consciousness is also the understanding of one's self and how one's subjective individual self relates to that larger otherness beyond itself. So ultimately, consciousness is really a relation to oneself. It's an understanding of one's place within the larger objectivity of the world, within the otherness, and reflecting oneself within that otherness back to one's subjective individual self. And if we understand this relationship between ourselves and that otherness beyond us, we will come to understand that the perceiver is also the perceived. That is to say that we as observers are not differentiated from that which we observe. It is the same happening. Think about this very carefully. Think about whether or not there is a perceiver or is there only perception? Are there actually individuals or is it only consciousness misguided which creates an ego, the I, that in turn stands up against objectivity, against that which it falsely perceives as other than itself. Think about this very carefully. From a very early age, we learn that there is an I, that there is an ego. In fact, nature instills it within us. And of course, in reality, there are individuals, there are individual beings, there are individual happenings and things and people that occur, at least materially. But we're not talking about material things. We're talking about consciousness. We're talking about perception, that which is deeper than the physical, than the material. We're talking about consciousness. We're talking about perception. And we're asking whether or not the perceiver is different from that which he perceives. When you perceive something, a tree, for example, at that moment you perceive it, is there an entity who perceives? Or is there only perception? Is there an individual that sees the tree? Or is there only seeing itself? To put it in more commonplace language and pretending just for a moment that we all agree that there are such things as individuals, then isn't that 
individual only carrying out the act of seeing? Isn't that individual only carrying out the perception of a tree? And then that individual through their own course of memory and the history contained within their own personal memory says, oh, that particular type of tree reminds me of my experiences at this particular place in the past, or it reminds me of a certain happening within our lives, or it simply reminds us that I, as an individual, am here in this particular time and place looking at this particular tree. But remember, our own egos are composed of these histories. For me personally, my ego defines itself as Joe, and I was born in Woodstock, Illinois in 1979. Ron and Denise are my parents. I grew up on West Oakwood Drive in Barrington, Illinois, and I went to Barrington High School and Hofstra University and then Claremont Graduate University and all these particular happenings of history come to my own individual mind and construct this particular being. But history and those particular happenings which come to construct us, those things are only perceptions also. And while they certainly happened, there's no doubt that they happened, that is what is. The question is, did they really happen to us as individuals? Certainly my birth in Woodstock, Illinois, and my attendance at Hofstra University in New York and Claremont in Los Angeles happened to a particular physical form known as Joseph Atman. But consciousness is not the exclusive happening of the individual. Consciousness is something that all being participates in. Even those things that we think of as inanimate or unconscious still participate in consciousness because and this is quite evident our own consciousness perceives them <laughs> and so they are an intricate part of consciousness in an ocean there are no droplets of water nor would it be correct to say that an ocean is composed of billions and billions of droplets of water. Droplets only occur when we extract small amounts from the ocean itself. But if we are looking at the ocean as it is, there is no distinction between what is a drop and what is the ocean. It's all just water flowing together making one large body. So again, <laughs> when you look at the tree, 
is it you, the individual, that sees the tree? Or is there only seeing itself? If you can quiet your own mind, make it become completely still, and I'm not talking about doing this through meditation or through practice or through breathing exercises. I'm talking about doing this through understanding what the mind is and how it works. When you can understand what the mind is and quiet it to where there is no movement of thought, then you will see whence there is no movement of thought there is no experience no real experience means there is no subjective thing which experiences there is no observer there is no individual <laughs>